Hi, and welcome to episode number 192 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping passion-led entrepreneurs and business owners learn how to use social media as a tool to grow your business. I'm your host, Andrea Jones, and I'm fiercely committed to helping you understand both the how and the why of social media marketing so that you can create connection, build community, and make your difference in the world. This podcast is brought to you by Syndable, the all-in-one social media management tool that my agency uses every day to schedule and manage and report on our clients' social media results. Try them out for yourself today by going to onlinedrea.com slash Syndable. Today, we're talking all about how to have great habits when it comes to social media. And this is a conversation that I've been wanting to have on the podcast for a while. It's built into our programming at the Savvy Social School and is one of the misses that I see happen all the time with entrepreneurs. And I'll be the first one to say that I used to think I was this free spirit. I didn't want to follow a plan. I just wanted to go with the flow and post what I felt like. Um, That's how I started my first YouTube channel. And I've been on YouTube since 2007. And I would post videos as I felt like it, which meant I was posting videos so randomly that there was no plan in place. And it's very hard to grow when that happens. And honestly, it's tough to be stay motivated to create that content. And I see that happen a lot of times with business owners, especially running a business. There are so many things that we have to keep up with. And we can't wait until we feel like doing something in order to do it just like any other task in your business, you know, whether it's bookkeeping, accounting, running payroll, you know, sending that client that invoice, you know, triple checking your work, uh, scheduling a client meeting. You can't only do those things when you feel like it. (laughs) A lot of times as business owners, we have systems in place so that things still run and get done. The business still runs, whether we feel like it or not. And that's the beauty of having these habits in place. Now, one of the ways I learned about habits was from Atomic Habits, a book by James Clear. Highly recommend it for whatever you're going through in life, just kind of building up habits. And one of the things he says in the book is, you do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And I use the word habits, he uses the word systems interchangeably within the book. Uh, But essentially, if we don't have that system in place, We can have all these goals in the world to post daily and be creative and put this output out there and have an amazing social media strategy. If we don't have a system in place, it ain't going to happen. And the other thing that he says about this is that, you know, when you actually, well, I'll read the quote, when you fall in love with the process rather than the product, you don't have to wait to give yourself permission to be happy. You can be satisfied anytime your system is running. So that means. You have satisfaction in the system instead of the output. You find yourself enjoying the process, which is quite different than a lot of people feel about social media these days. There's a lot of antagonizing. There's a lot of situationships happening with social media where it feels like this toxic relationship where we are constantly just trying to figure out if we like it, do we hate it? We're spending too much time on it. We're not spending enough time on it. All of that goes out of the window when you build yourself some habits in place. Um, He says that all big things come from small beginnings. The seed of every habit is a single tiny decision. So today I want to share with you the three tiny decisions that you want to make every month 
that will really help you strengthen your social media strategy. And the first habit is your content creation habit. Okay. Your content creation habit. The content creation habit is really deciding how much time you want to spend creating your social media content. And I think sometimes as business owners, we approach this from an output perspective. We go, I want to post five times a week. But if this is your first time creating content, or even if it's been a while, trying to create five posts is going to take a long time, especially with all of the placements there are these days from Instagram reels to stories. You want a LinkedIn post? Is it a Twitter thread? Are we creating you know, a series? It's a lot. So instead of giving yourself an output goal, I want you to give yourself a time-based goal. And inside of the Savvy Social School, we encourage a lot of our members to stick with one hour a week. For a lot of business owners, this is manageable, especially if you wear a lot of hats in your business like a lot of us do. One hour a week, it's manageable. You can get through you know, a couple of posts a week. Maybe your first time is just one post that first week. But that hour is a habit that you can stick with. And I want you to actually put that on a day if you can. I know some businesses, your schedule fluctuates, but if you can carve out an hour a week, put it in your calendar as social media time, just focusing in on that content. And in the school, we use our study halls for this. We have every single Friday, we have a study hall. We carve out an hour. We work together on our social media content. And when you set up that date with yourself, you'll notice that you're much more committed to building that habit. It's a tiny decision to make right? How much time and what day. But that habit builds out a sustainable social media practice. And it gives you a lot of data. For some people, the hour is not enough. And they go, I want to spend more time. Great. Now you know how much time you want to spend on it, whether it's two hours, three hours, five hours a week, you're giving yourself permission to do that. For some people, it's less. They go, I don't want to spend an hour. I got 30 minutes max. Great. That's the amount of time that you're going to spend. No matter whether it's 30 minutes or five hours a week or what we recommend one hour a week, I want you to notice that as you are committing to that habit, your skills, your social media skills are actually improving. So you're actually giving yourself time to practice. You're giving yourself time to improve which is a beautiful thing as a business owner because social media is a skill and we all learn the skill. I've learned the skill. My team has learned the skill. You are learning the skill right now. So give yourself permission and time to actually learn it. Um, Some of the tools that I use for this is I like to use Toggle for time tracking. We use this company-wide so that we can understand where our time is going so that we are more strategic with it. So I use Toggle as a time tracker. I also set up time for myself in Asana. There's tasks in there to schedule, create content. Um, and then I use Google Calendar as well, You know, actually making a meeting to go over this. Now, if you have a team, I will say this does change a little bit. Your habits are different. So my team, for instance, creates a lot of my social media content. And so I spend my hour creating larger pieces of content like this podcast. Um, I spend that time reviewing content and giving feedback, focusing on ideas, recording videos. So I still spend a fair bit of time on social media, but it's not 
the same time as, you know, whether you are earlier in your journey or a little bit later in your journey. And that's the case for a lot of our clients as well. They still spend time on social media, but that time looks different. That time looks like it's a different output in their business, basically. Okay. So that's habit number one is content creation. That's typically the toughest one for a lot of business owners to grasp uh, because it's so um, front facing, it's public, and it's a bigger chunk. It's a bigger, the biggest commitment out of each of these habits, time wise. All right. Second habit is your daily check in habit. Daily check in habit. So we have our content creation habit, we have our daily check in habit. And I like for this to be a habit because if you don't have a habit of checking in every day, you will either A, forget to check in. Or B, you'll be scrolling all day. You'll be checking all day. (laughs) And like I said, we've got work to do. We don't have time to be on social media all day. So I recommend setting aside time to actually check in and be present and participate. I'm talking work time, like business work time to be present and participate on social media. For a lot of our students in the school, that's about 15, 20 minutes a day. And in those 15, 20 minutes, they're checking for comments and messages and responding. And then they're also networking with their wider audience, finding new opportunities to connect and be present on social media, Okay, building up those new connections. Now, this habit is so important that it's regular. I say daily, but for us as a company, it's five days a week. So we don't do this on the weekends. We have one client where we have weekend check-ins. But as a company, we do not do this on the weekends. I don't do this on the weekends for the most part. And I think that's really important to set those rules and boundaries for yourself. So you get to decide what this looks like, but I want you to decide on a regular check-in for your business. Now, for me specifically, I also don't have notifications turned on. So there's no way for me to accidentally see a notification while I'm not supposed to be looking on social media. I have to go to my app, open the app to see the notification. So what it's done for my productivity is I'm actually able to concentrate and focus so much more on creating things like this podcast, um, working with my clients, building out strategies because I'm not constantly distracted by social media. And this is coming from someone who like lives and breathes social media. It's my job. It's what I do all day. I still don't want to be dragged down that rabbit hole with some sort of fake notification from Instagram about how the post is performing better than all the other posts. I don't need that notification right now. I will check it when I check it. And I know that sometimes that brings up a little bit of anxiety for some people. Uh, But what I found is that there's almost never been an emergency that requires an Instagram direct message. I'm trying to think. I can't think of one. Any emergency that could happen, there are other ways people can reach me personally, my family, my team, outside of social media. So we keep it. We keep social media, social media. Everything else stays on its appropriate platform. Now, I also use a timer for this. So timing myself, making sure that it's a task. It's a thing that I do every day. It's part of my job. Um, I time myself so that I don't spend too much time. Um, It's really easy to get pulled in. These apps are designed to be addictive. And you can also set this up however you'd like. We have some of our students who put it in their calendar as well. You know, they they make it a different task in their to-do list. So you get to decide. All right. So habit number one, creating content. Habit number two, checking in. Habit number three is the most missed habit. And this is our monthly metrics habit. This one's not as glamorous, but it's so important for actually understanding if this is working for you. 
the one piece of feedback or the challenge that we often hear with our students and clients is they feel like social media is not working for them and they feel like it's not working. So it comes from a feeling and not from fact. And what happens is when they feel like social media isn't working from them, it's really hard to put in that time for content creation and for daily check-ins because you go, what's the point, right? So maybe it is, maybe it isn't working for you, but you've got to have that backed by data. It can't be backed by a feeling. So I want you to set aside 30 minutes once a month to review your previous month's metrics. Okay, so we're spending 30 minutes once a month reviewing the previous month's metrics. And in these monthly metric sessions, I want you to really focus in on those metrics that are important to your business. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, they all have metrics kind of front and center. They all have metrics behind the scenes. There's so many things that you can track here, but I want you to focus on what works for your business. And in the show notes, I'm going to link to an episode of the podcast where we talk about how to identify some metrics that work for you, but really making sure it falls in line with your business and making sure it falls in line with the stages of your client's sales funnel. So if we're thinking about the social media sales funnel, not every client who follows you is going to become a client in the first place. Not every person who likes a post is going to pay you for the thing that you offer. They're at different stages of the buyer's journey. So you need to understand each of those stages, if it's working for you, and if you're actually seeing success in your business. So I'll give two examples. For one of our clients, they um, sell a monthly membership in the coaching space. Um, so metrics for them, of course, they want to get new members, right? New members into the membership. So at the end of the sales funnel, we are tracking how many people came over from Instagram to join that membership, how many people came over from Facebook to join that membership. Okay, so we're trying to see if those platforms are valuable. But also, sometimes people come over from Facebook and Instagram. In fact, most of the people they come over and they don't buy anything. So we're actually looking at if they're even slightly interested. So we're looking at things like, did they sign up for a lead magnet? Did they sign up for a webinar? So those help us see the traffic that we're driving from Facebook, Instagram, or other platforms, if it's actually resulting in leads for the client, which leads to sales for them at the end of the day. Taking a step even farther back, in order for someone to come over from Instagram or Facebook, they have to be tuned in. So we're looking at how many people are even looking at our posts. Are they engaging with our posts? Because if no one sees a post and no one's even engaging with that those posts, uh, they're probably not showing up in the feed. And so people aren't converting and taking action based on those posts because they never saw them to begin with. Okay. So when we look at results, we're looking at you know, impressions and reach. We're looking at saves and shares. We're looking at clicks over to the website. Okay. So you want to make sure that you're following that path when you're thinking about success. Um, I'll give another example. One of our clients is a leadership expert on LinkedIn, and it's not all about conversions for her. It's about impact. So she's gearing up to do some speaking engagements. She's launching a book. And so we really want to make sure as many people are seeing her message as possible and joining her community. So it's not about leads or traffic to the website. It's about engagement, comments, questions. It's about new connections. Are people following her? 
It's about, you know, really building up that community around her so that she can pitch herself to these companies looking to hire speakers and so that she has an audience ready and willing to buy her book when it's announced. So when you're thinking about these monthly metrics, identify three to five ones that work for you and your business, and then track those every single month. Don't worry about the rest. So three to five metrics, track those every single month. And it's probably not followers. And see if that works for you. You can use a a spreadsheet Um, in the school. We have our planner that you can use as well. You can download it. You can print it and use it as a worksheet and a guide. And this will help you measure your metrics every single month. All right. So those are the three habits that you need to have a successful social media strategy, content creation, daily check-ins, and monthly metrics. I'm curious for those of you who are listening, which one you're going to try today. I don't want you to go out and try to do all of them. I want you to pick one of these and focus on that for the next 60 to 90 days and improve that area of your business. I promise you'll see some success. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. If you love the show, go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star review. It helps keep us in the top 100 marketing charts. It's because of you, dear listener, and your support for the show. Next week, I have Meg Case Bolt on the show. She's going to be talking about the relationship between SEO and social media and how not all things are reliant on social media. So we'll see you next week for that episode. Bye for now.